It is Sunday, April 12th, 2015. This is U62 the Targ. Let's fire it up! As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. Alright, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why? What a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, Star Wars hits digital, the Doctor Who speech, and memories of the Dukes of Hazard. It's episode 8.04, only a tribute. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 the Tar, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Campus here. Welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. I am very happy right now. As I've said before, I make it no secret that I sneak into work on the weekend to record this, and I just scared the crap out of our weekend guy. You should have seen him jump. It was hilarious. And now that that's done, I can go back to the weighty moral dilemma I've been uh, toying with all week. It looks like I'm about to buy Star Wars yet again. You know, I've bought movies many times on VHS, DVD, and Blu-ray just to have it in every format, but hands down, the one I've bought the most is Star Wars. I own it twice on VHS, twice on DVD, and so far only once on Blu-ray, but that's only because it hasn't been released on Blu-ray yet. And now it looks like I'm about to buy it again. For back on Friday, they finally released uh, Star Wars to digital platforms. That's iTunes, pretty much, for those who don't know what a digital platform is. That's one of the things. I started shopping around looking for a better deal. And here in Canada, when it comes to digital downloads of movies, iTunes is pretty much the only game in town. I mean, we have Cineplex. Uh, They have an online movie store as well. Uh, But again... They're just, like, charging the same amount everywhere I go. It's $25 per movie, which means to get all six films, it's going to have to be 150 bucks. Although last time I checked in on iTunes, you know, they did have a bundle, all six movies for $125, so that's pretty much buy five, get one free. The one free is probably Attack of the Clones, because let's be honest, that one's the worst and no one's buying it. And then I go looking at the bonus features, because again, when you buy these movies digitally, they include bonus features as well these days. And I see that uh, there's some new bonus features. Again, for the uh, films, you get about two new featurettes, and then a lot of stuff carried over from the DVDs and Blu-rays. So, uh, it's tempting, you know. Do I really need to buy Star Wars again? I mean, it would be on my smartphone, so the ability to have Star Wars in my pocket and watch it wherever I go, that would be awesome. But still, looking at $125 for all six movies, hands down, that would be the most I ever paid for Star Wars. Right now, the current record holder is $80, which is how much the uh, Blu-ray box set went for back in the day. So, as tempting as it is, I think I'm going to hold off on buying Star Wars digitally, because let's be honest, I personally suspect it's going to go like this. If there's one thing we learn from the prequel trilogy, that 
that is about six months before the new film hit theaters, it was re-released once again on VHS and for the first time on DVD when episode three was rolling around. So with a new Star Wars film coming out this December, odds are maybe around November or so, just in time for uh, Christmas shopping, that's probably when the films are going to get re-released on Blu-ray once again. If the rumors are true, ever since Disney bought Lucasfilm, when they are re-released on Blu-ray once again, it'll be the original theatrical versions, so that'll be worth buying again on Blu-ray. Yeah, I should mention uh, the digital downloads are the special edition, so exactly the same as on the Blu-ray. So, to recap, it'll probably be released on Blu-ray once again, it'll probably be the theatrical editions again, and... Following the current trends, when you buy the Blu-ray, there will probably be a code inside for a free download of the films on a digital platform. So I think in this situation, I'm just going to bide my time. I run into a lot of Star Wars films who are like that. They look at the digital versions and they're like, uh, no, I'm going to hold out for the theatrical versions again. So glad to know I'm in the majority on this. You're listening to Mark Chappis. Go do disgusting things to that boy. On U62, The Targ. So, over on Instagram, I promised you a speech in this podcast, didn't I? I promised you my Doctor Who speech. Let me explain. So, with winter around, I was wearing my parka, and on my parka, I have a button. It is a button that features the 10th Doctor. A friend of mine brought it back for me from a trip to the UK. I'm sure it's the kind of thing he just uh, bought for one pound in whatever the British version of the dollar store is. But still, I put it on my parka. It looks sharp and everything. And that has turned out to be one of the best icebreakers I have ever had. You know, if it's someone who's not familiar with Doctor Who, they're like, who's that? And I'm like, oh, that's the Doctor. Doctor Who. Exactly. Ha <laughs> ha. And then I start ranting about Doctor Who. Or if it's a fellow Doctor Who fan, I don't like the term Whovian. It just doesn't roll off the tongue very well for me. So I try not to use the term Whovian. If it's a fellow Doctor Who fan, they'll be like, oh my gosh, it's the 10th Doctor. And they'll start geeking out and we chat about our favorite episodes and stuff. I'll never forget over the Christmas break, I was at the Carl's Jr. in Spruce Grove. And that was one point where it kind of got a little bit embarrassing because there I placed my order and the clerk was like, oh my gosh, that's the 10th Doctor. I love Doctor Who. And you know, after about two minutes of her ranting, you know, I was like, oh yeah, that's awesome. Another fan. But after about 10 minutes of that rant, I was like, could I just get my burger, please? But still, you know, I'm a passionate fanboy like that, so it's hard to find fault with other passionate fans. But still, the speech I launch into whenever someone asks, who's Doctor Who, it's just, hmm. I wish I remembered the version I gave my boss, because hands down, that is the best version I ever gave. So let me try and recapture that lightning in a bottle. That is the Doctor. He is the star of Doctor Who. He is a Time Lord from the planet Gallifrey. Many centuries ago, he ran away, and now he just journeys the galaxy, fighting alien invaders, and just saving countless worlds. But see, here's what makes the Doctor unique. Very rarely is he himself the hero. Frequently, all the time, he has a companion with him. Usually an Earth girl, because he has a thing for British chicks, apparently. And he brings her along on his adventures. And most of the time, it turns out that she is the one 
saving the day. She has been learning from the doctor, wanting to be a better person because of the doctor. And she saves the day because of how the doctor has inspired her. That is who the doctor is, and that is why I love Doctor Who. He inspires us to be better. has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. Mark Kappas on U62, The Targ. And now it's time for the song of the show. Following the feedback I've been getting on Twitter and from your texts, uh, what I'm going to do is just one song per show and talk about why I like it and why I think it's awesome and stuff like that. I should probably sit down and produce a proper intro for this so I can be like the song of the show, you know? And now, the song of the show! Only you know would be produced all awesome. So what's the song of the show for this week? I have chosen Good Old Boys from Waylon Jennings. Just a good old boy Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curve Flatten the hills Someday the mountain might get up But the law never will Making their way The only way they know how That's just a little bit more Than the law will allow Boys from Waylon Jennings, more commonly known as the theme from the Dukes of Hazard. That song has been rattling around in my brain quite a bit this past week because James Best passed away at the age of 88. James Best, a very famous actor, his best known role, 
Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane on the Dukes of Hazard, the bumbling henchman to Boss Hog who is always trying to catch them Duke boys. Uh, but yeah, reading up on his career, he had quite an amazing career, you know. All throughout the 50s, 60s, and 70s, he had all these character roles on legendary sitcoms and one-hour dramas. Being on the Dukes of Hazard was pretty much his one lead role that he ever had. After Dukes of Hazard, he kind of retired, and he became an acting professor. He taught master's classes in acting. One of his students, everybody's favorite 1990s indie director, Quentin Tarantino. Sheriff Roscoe Peach Coltrane taught Quentin Tarantino how to act. Let that soak in for a minute. Based on uh, Quentin Tarantino's Australian accent in Django Unchained, he really should have gone back for some refreshers, but that's beside the point. But I will always remember James Best and Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane for something very special. See, The Dukes of Hazard is my earliest conscious memories of television. When I was like four or five years old, I remember bedtime was always eight o'clock except on Friday night, because Friday night at eight, that's when the Dukes of Hazard was on, and I could stay up late to watch the Dukes of Hazard. Again, my earliest Christmas memories are of Dukes of Hazard toys. I loved Dukes of Hazards when I was under the age of five. And there was always one bit from the Dukes of Hazard that I always remembered. You know, whenever Boss Hog was on the phone, Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane would come in and he'd ask, who's that on the phone? Boss Hog would deliver the necessary exposition and Sheriff Roscoe would say, we'll say hello for Roscoe. Hilarious. So again, I remember being about four or five years old. My mom is on the phone with someone. When my mom's done, I ask, who is that on the phone? My mom would tell me. And then I'd look at my mom and say, say hello for Roscoe. So there you go. Thanks to James Best, I did my first ever pop culture reference. You're listening to Mark Kappas. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62, The Targ. And that's it. That's about all I have to ramble about on this week's show. Who knows? Maybe next week I'll be doing another installment of Mark Tastes Random Things because the news that broke this past week really excited me. Tim Hortons is going to be bringing us Nutella Donuts. I love Nutella. I've been a devotee of Nutella long before the internet glommed onto it and made it the latest internet superfood up there with bacon and sriracha hot sauce. I had Nutella on toast when I was a kid for breakfast. I still have Nutella on bagels for breakfast. And now that Tim Hortons is bringing us Nutella donuts, that is awesome. Three confirmed items so far. We have the Nutella donut. We're going to have a Nutella pastry pocket, which is kind of like a turnover with Nutella inside. And when you order a toasted bagel from Tim Hortons, you'll be able to get Nutella on it as a spread. So who knows? I think that's Wednesday it's supposed to officially hit uh, Tim Hortons across Canada. So yeah, maybe on the next week's show, I'll be doing Tim Hortons Nutella Donut. And plus, I got to get out there and uh, enjoy my living room because Daredevil is on Netflix now. Reviews have been incredibly positive. So after I'm done this podcast, uh, my plans for the rest of the weekend, I'm just going to sit and binge watch Daredevil. So on next week's show, I might have a few thoughts for that as well. I'm Mark Kappas. This has been the Targ. I will see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. 
The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. Yeah, yeah, yeah.